0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Um, today I've got a few articles I wanted to look through. thought they were interesting, they were all written in the past few weeks or the past month or so. Um, and then tomorrow, be sure to stay tuned for that because we are going to be talking with Tristan in Texas about a number of different topics, um, all related to, um, you know, maybe the, the less appealing things about Kratom, the, the potential for abuse, the fact that sometimes it's covered up, you know, that people might go through a withdrawal, um, hangovers, headaches, things like that. But then, you know, there's always positives mixed in there as well. Um, But that's kind of the goal of the show, to have a well-rounded podcast. So we're going to approach it from all sides. Um, So a couple articles that I found today. Here's an opinion by someone talking about, first off, they have an article called, opioids and cigarettes are both harmful, but opioids have valid medical uses. We mustn't apply the same harm reduction strategies to both so it's an interesting article i suggest you look it up um it's talking about how both are highly addictive or they have the potential to be highly addictive um both potentially deadly in their different ways but um you know both you know opioids have medical uses there's a reason why they're around and. Cigarettes. I mean, there's a reason why both are around, but cigarettes are not approved medically for any reason. They used to be approved medically for, for breathing problems and lung issues, surprisingly enough. But um, today it's a far different story. So this person is talking about how rather than recognizing that some people with intractable pain benefit from opioids, we continue to reduce access to them um you know typically without offering affordable and effective alternatives that's kind of the argument here versus um cigarettes readily available everywhere you go um <clears throat> i know that there's a lot of talk about how the opioid uh you know epidemic is kind of fueled by you know these pill mills and everything but um but i thought that it was an interesting view on it because this same person then wrote another article and the other article says the fda shouldn't ban or sorry the fda shouldn't support a ban on kratom um and so they're talking about how in this article that there is an opioid epidemic that's going on and we can't ignore that so this person's really interesting i'd actually like to talk to her um before i share her name i'll see if i can get in contact with her but so i like this person's viewpoint on things because on the one hand she's saying that opioids have legitimate use and to just be like oh there's an opioid epidemic it all needs to go you know that's not really taking into account or listening to people who are really going through the pain and who need opioids and people do use them every day without uh ending up you know using heroin a month later so there's there's different ways of viewing this, and, and I like that viewpoint because she sees that with there's legitimate use for opioids. But then she also says, in ordinary times, there would be no question about whether a drug with opioid-like effects, like kratom, should be proven safe and effective and approved by the Food and Drug Administration before it is widely marketed. But these aren't ordinary times, and the herbal supplement kratom is not a typical drug. So, oh, and then it's worth sort of reading the next paragraph too as well. In fact, the issue of whether or not to ban Kratom is an excellent litmus test of whether the Biden administration will actually use the philosophy of harm reduction to guide drug policy or just spout the trendy catchphrases window dressing to hide ongoing engagement in the war on drugs. Super interesting. Article's good. I suggest you check it out. It's in the Scientific American. Okay. And then the last one here that uh that i was reading through is just talking about um further info about thailand taking kratom off its illegal drug list and it was saying that uh general public will be able to consume and sell kratom legally uh and there's a development research study that's estimating that decriminalization Is going to save the authorities About 1.69 billion baht Or about 50 million dollars In prose- prosecution costs Which I definitely believe This is something interesting Which I didn't know It says Kratom, uh, Let's see In Thailand it is mainly used In the deep south Where Muslim workers use it For pain relief after manual labor is that so I didn't realize that 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 was um, a thing is it that in the deep south more people in Thailand are Muslim or is it that uh, farm workers or is there migrant labor that's Muslim that's interesting I'd love to, to learn about that topic for another time topic for another time then it also goes into a little bit about the economy how there's been a fall in rubber prices in Thailand recently and that Kratom might be able to kind of help as a new cash crop Um, so that's something that that you might want to read through then finally it mentions that Thai prisons are still packed and uh, there's a lot of long standing drug offenses that need to be addressed so it's not a cure for the prison system there but it's certainly going to help take 100 or 200 people out so just a couple of interesting articles I found today. I know it's not a snazzy episode, but as I've said before, I have to work too, unfortunately. So just thought I'd send out a couple little tidbits of information there. And again, make the plug that you should really tune in tomorrow afternoon as well. And listen to my conversation with Tristan. It's going to be great. So thanks so much, everyone. And I will talk to you then.